This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, folks, but the lights are really uh, flickering in here. I, I hate a flicker. <laughs> it's creepy. That's where I get my photos. Oh, yeah, wasn't that a big thing for a while? That was a thing. It's still around. Now I use Shutterfly. Are those similar? No. Um, I think they're similar, right? Well, they're photos. Yeah, and then Instagram. I gotta take a layer off here. Shutterfly, I use because I send in because I have all these Facebook photos. I'm like, man, I'd love to put these on my wall. So I send them those gifs or gifs or jupes or pegs or pig pegging. Miss and Peg. I send them that, and then they mail you back a nice hard copy, and then I frame them. No kidding. Yeah, you made my wall. You're you're more. I, I counted everyone. You have nine, and I think Sam Rill is eight. Oh wow! Yeah. Fuck you, Sam. Yeah, take that. Maril? I was at Sam last night. He's got a big, thick mustache. He looks like uh, Mateo what? and Freddie Mercury. Fuck. What? Why? Why? Yeah, he's like, I don't know. I'm bored. I'm fucking around. He, he shaved it into a stash? No, he's got the 5 o'clock shadow, but uh, the mustache is like an 11 o'clock shadow. Interesting. It's much thicker. Ugh. But he's got those big eyebrows, and he's got a thick black stash, and it's it's a wild like situation. A yeah, it's really kooky, but he looks, uh, he looks gay and handsome and sexy. He's a good-looking guy. Ish. I think uh, he's got a rugged Russian... Dirty vibe. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely rugged. Swarthy, I suppose. But girls dig him. But the posture and the, the face, I don't yeah. get it. He's got some odd stances. If you look, you know, you can look at all the YouTube clips and they have a frozen photo. His is always like cocked 90 degree because he just stands weird. Yeah, he holds the mic out here with this weird, like he's flexing. Uh-huh. Uh, but strange. Probably the best joke writer we know. Yeah, he's uh, he's unbelievable. Really, yeah. really great. I write with him via text. We bounce bits and... Uh, I feel very inadequate every time. Yeah, you just have to, uh, I just have to accept that I have a different style. I told you, I wrote with him. He's got 80 ideas. He's like, what else? I'm Mm -hmm. like, I gave you, I had three. I gave you my three ideas. Right. I'm out. He's out. I'll come back in two weeks with another one. Right. (laughs) I'm a slow roller. Yeah. Well, he likes to throw a thousand things against the anal and see what jizzes. Yeah, caution into the cum. Yes, good band. Well, uh, thanks for having us, folks. And uh, I got—I don't even know where to start. Once again, I continue to get a lot of messages, some from fucking supermodels. I can't, you just showed me a, a pile of these whores, and they're not too shabby. <laughs> I mean, I got some... Uh, Copenhagen Dame writing to me. and uh, You know, women, oh, you always hear women, oh, men, they're so shallow. Uh, you put one TV thing out, oh, I want to fuck you. You're well, still the same guy. Well, no shallow, it's depth. I exposed well, my inner workings I, I, and I, joked around or something. You can something. expose that at Dilly Dally's comedy open mic show and they wouldn't give a fuck. But, but because it's on Netflix... Well, that's a good point, but it's not like I just posted a picture of my abs and they started sure, emailing sure. me. It's a I different kind of shallow. There's some jokes. Yeah. There's jokes. No, I'm saying you're killing. It's a good set. No, but I'm, not, but I'm not saying you're critiquing my set. Okay. I'm just saying they're not so shallow. I'm critiquing your critique of them. I they think... Want, but it goes back. It's not shallow. They want the sense of humor. I got bad teeth, a weird forehead, two thumbprints, and an asshole. I hear you, but you're saying... I'm saying there's a shallowness beyond looks. There's a different kind ah. of shallow. This is also a personality shallowness. Oh, this is like a sandbar shallow. Yes. The shallow, like, this is the earth, but then there's yes. also, like, it was deep, but all of a sudden it's shallow. Right. Your a sandbar dick, shallow. Your dick has barnacles. It, it all comes does. around. Sure does, but anyways, uh, thanks for the the fucking messages, ladies, because it makes me feel good. You know? What I mean? Oh yeah, like, of course. And uh, I mean, back to shallow. The fact that they're smoking hot makes it feel even better. Of course. Yeah. So, very shallow. Which is just how people are wired, folks. You know, I feel like uh, you're allowed to shit on men. You All got, right. You got a shallow wire. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of th- stuff I want to get to here because I got a lot of stuff. By the way, one guy wrote to me and he said, "Yeah, I listened to the podcast and I didn't like your Netflix." Which is fine. I'm not That's against. That's totally fine. I'm not against people not liking sure. it. Sure. 
I'm against people writing to me to say they don't like it. Yes. Just go don't like it somewhere else. Right. You know what I mean? Why do I have to know you don't like it? Text it to your friends and write it everywhere. This guy sucks. And I appreciate it. If you like the pot, I don't need you to like the stand-up. Yeah, you it's... hate three billboards. You're not making a billboard about I don't it. email the director is right. what I'm saying. And and I, if you listen to the pod and you don't like the stand-up, that's fine. Don't yeah. don't come and don't uh, listen to the stand-up. But keep listening to the pod because I, we, we this is a different thing and we enjoy it. Oh, yeah. But just don't write to me right. to say it's Thanks. What? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. It's a bummer. You're it's, bumming me out. I, I, I was just thinking this today. I was writing jokes on Twitter and one, I always get the classic boo with yeah. eight O's. Yeah. And I go, do you know that hurts my feelings? Yeah. And if you do know, you're a bad person. That's and if you I'm don't saying. know, you should know that that hurts my feelings. You should try to bring joy. You don't have to like everything. Yeah. Naturally, you're going to not like stuff, but don't try to bring a bummerness to yes, me. Yes, yeah. I'm giving you a free thing, whether you like it or not. It's like a hobo going, I don't want that. That's a penny. Well, yeah. fuck you then. Yeah, or if you were like the producer, you owned a network, and you're like, I don't like it. Sorry. That I get. That's a little more understandable. Yes, I brought this to you. But you're just reaching out to take away joy from me. I watched the Ricky Gervais special. Uh-huh. I don't know if you caught it. I have not. It's, it's, uh, it's a little whatever, but he had a couple great things where you're like, wow. He had one thing where he goes... I get all these, this hate tweet, you know, all these tweets, and he goes, look, I'm putting something out on a forum. I didn't put it to you. I just put it out there. I have 10,000 million zillion followers. I just threw it out there, yeah. and you got mad at me. That would be like me going up to the town square bulletin board, putting guitar lessons, ripping one off, calling me and going, I don't want to fucking play guitar. And it's like, well, you can just take the thing or not take it. Right. You know, I didn't put it at you. Yes. You know, and that's I thought that was a great point. Good point. Good point, Ricky. Seems like a wise guy. He's wise, and but I don't care for this. You know, he's a 48, 50-year-old guy, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. And the world's going to end. It's like, ah, you obviously do give a fuck. I hate this. What are you, James Dean? Shut mm. up. You're not a cool guy. You're a fat Brit. Fat Brit. Fat Brit. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a funny... Uh, uh, frog, that That picture of him with the mic stand over his shoulder, oh, the Jesusy thing—that was a little embarrassing. What are you doing? Yeah, you're an ugly weirdo with bad teeth. Accept that. But uh, but you know the office is. I also loved his God movie there, the one the lying. I like with Louis. With Louis in it, I like. I thought that. that was terrific. It's such a great premise. I mean, liar, liar covered it, but that was a kids movie. Yes, and this is an adult film. Yeah, it was really good and. Uh, um, let me talk about this. Let me ask Please. you this because I, I got I'm all over the the road here. First of all, I want to address this roadkill. I'm holding a a tea oh. from Mason Kaiser. This is an outbreak outbreak. This is breakthrough. Some, uh, this is something, folks. I'm out with Starbucks. I can't believe it. It's over for Starbucks. This is OCD coming to an end. They discontinued Jade Citrus, and I, I can't Woo-wee. I can't put up with it anymore. Mick, I love you. Thanks for all the hookups. You're a good man. But I won't be seeing you. You have to come to the clubs or something. Wow. I, I can't do gate. it. This is insanity. This is the end of an era. I've got. I've had three teas a day for 10 years. I got the app. I spent, I mean, my taxes. I spend $1,000 a month at this place. Right. But they, they don't respect the tea drinkers there. I guess so. You're right. The tea is the minority of the Starbucks land. Yeah, they got, they got rid of it. They have all these new teas, and it's it's out. And they've changed it before. It's happened a few times, but now it's not coming back, and I, I'm out. I can't handle it. Wow, So man. now I'm drinking some berry shit. I I'm, hate it. I've never, they just got rid of all teas, or is it just the citrus? They got tea, but they don't have the one I like anymore. And then they're like, we can put one tea bag into another tea bag. You can take a mint bag ah. and a green tea bag. And I'm like, but the problem is... A couple people know that and they know me, but I can't just go to every Starbucks and be like, can I get one tea bag from there and one tea bag from there? And it's no. a whole thing. You're like Elaine with the sponges because I bet a couple Starbucks still have it. Yeah, not in the city. I've, I've been oh. everywhere. The last one was the 70th Street right down the street here. And I was going there like twice a day to kind of oh, live wow. it. But... Man, like an addict. So now I'm trying to go to these other places and it's hard to find. Like, Think Coffee has a couple good oh, ones, yeah. and Gregory's got a couple, but some of these, it's a hit and a miss. I'm drinking a berry juice over here. I wonder if you could hit up the the Starbucks people and be like, hey, just send them to me. Well, I think Tivana, still, they still make it, I think. Yes. I got a couple boxes at my house. Tivana. She was one of the Russian models that hit you up. But the... Uh, but it's different. I want it on the. I want it out and about. I like the cup and the thing and the sitting there. So it's a whole. Uh, I'm really fucked. But it's good because it's opening me up to some more mom and pops. There you go. You know. And I'm sure there's a little tea. Some Asian fuck lives in a closet. And he's got he's got a ton of jade citrus from yeah. like the Orient. 
Probably does. You can hit him up. Yeah, we, I mean, we might have lost all of our Orient fans. Ah, yeah, bang a gong. <laughs> um, Out of uh, loss or whatever you call it. But, um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, <laughs> t- tweet at Starbucks. Maybe we can make a movement, you know? Yes, movement. Tweet at them and say, hey, what the fuck with the Jade Citrus? You're killing, you're killing the kid. Put the gun violence on hold. Citrus! I think we should try to do some smaller things to get yes. a little momentum going. Ah, start small. Yeah, we can't just solve guns. I mean, right. give me a break. But let's get let's get the tea back on the market, and then once we have that momentum, then we can tackle the guns. Yeah, Tim Dillon had a funny post about that. Did you see that? No, what was he, his? He wrote, uh, all right, let's get rid of guns, but it's not going to be easy, so we should... These kids with the Florida, you know, these like the Mexican girl with the shaved head, yeah. Gonzalez. He's like, we should shoot all of them, and that'll be the end of it. <laughs> like that'll after that, we're good. I, I can't remember he made it better, but it was really funny. Funny guy. Funny guy. He's doing Rogan. Wow. Yeah, he should climbing. be on Rogan. Yeah, he's like a Rogan guy. That's his avenue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've covered Sam Rill and Tim Dillon, but. How about this? Hit me. I had a spot here last night at Stand Up New York, 78th and Broadway, and uh, I'm waiting to go on, and Marion Groden, uh-huh. the, the host, walks out and she goes, Whoo! That is the worst crowd I have ever seen in my life. I've been doing comedy 20 years. That's the worst crowd. I wow. go, Jesus, what an uh, intro. Good Lord. Now I'm freaking out. I had some. I had a page of new stuff I wanted to try. And I go, oh, all right, well, fuck, this is over. And you could see through that little window, the guy on stage, not one peep, not a laugh. He's just telling a monologue. Jeez. To none. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And then this girl, 20-year-old girl, runs into the comedy club and goes, Call an ambulance! She had a thick Russian accent or something. She goes, call an ambulance! He passed away! He passed away! And everybody goes, what the f- Passed away? Holy shit! So the kid gets on the horn, and he's going, ah, 911! And uh, all these comics are walking up, like, and there's a kid, I go outside, there's a kid shaking, bleeding out of his nose, crazy, profusely. His pants are covered in blood, shirt's covered in blood, on the floor, shaking. This is outside in the sidewalk? Right on the sidewalk. Oh, so she ran from outside into the club. Yes, yeah, sorry. Wow. Inside, and, and I'm like, oh, but she... You know, my first thought was, this kid's dead she said he passed away. So well, he's shaking and bleeding. Yeah, so my first thought was like, well, that's good, I guess, but it's just still fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. And a comic walks up, and he just immediately gets on the horn and starts calling 911. And he's like, uh, he's a young kid. He's shaking. He's bleeding. And, and, and I go, must have been a bad set. And I, he goes, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. And I felt horrible, but I had to do it. That's funny. I thought it was a good line, but everybody got mad at me. And I was like, I, had to, I went back inside. I was like, I got to make some changes, but I, it's in me. I'm sorry. No, those sound like fake comics to me because here's what I always feel. It's not adding or taking away from the thing. Uh-huh. If you started dry humping his, you know, bleeding <laughs> chest or something, it might be a problem. Right. But He's a joke's not gonna, there's a fucking classroom walking by us peeking in here. What's going Jeez. on at this club? We need a curtain in that little window. Uh, Hey, how do you do? They can hear us, I guess. I thought uh, it was soundproof. Ooh, who's she? I don't know. I think she emailed me on Instagram. Yeah, she did. But yeah. What uh, the hell is going on here? Like a field trip just walked by. Well, I think they're trying to get kids into podcasting. Um, but yeah. Hey, how you doing there? Get out of here. There you go. Shelby's waving them out. But uh, <laughs> we need those little uh, airplane things. You can give them a direction. You can use your lips. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, they're red. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Take batteries. Woo. That's what is that, D-C? So what happened to the guy? Hey, John. Yeah, so I have some theories, and uh, Marion Groder runs out there. She's like, is he on drugs? What? Is-? And the kids are like, no, no, but they were young kids, and I think they were fucked up. Oh, really? Well, and where's the blood coming from? Nose? The nose, all ah. the nose. But the kid was like, like really twitching and twatching. Wow, and he he's had like a- Ali after a couple rounds. Yeah, it was, but Ali never got bled this bad. <laughs> and uh, I went up with a few Q-tips and trying to, you know... <laughs> Stop it. But uh, he he had a jug of orange juice next to him on the sidewalk. So I think there was that's some a, vodka or something in there. That's Something's like an ecstasy thing. Isn't there something with OJ? Maybe. Well, I know that acid people drink it to trip harder. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the vitamin C enhances the trip. Yeah, there's always, there's like milk goes with a, there's always a beverage with a drug. Always a bev, yeah. <laughs> e, you gotta drink water, right. and then like Molly's OJ, and yeah. Coke is, you know, Pepsi. Jizz, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like weird beverages. There's always something, placenta. So, need, uh, chocolate milk for Adderall. Right, right. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. But yeah, so, uh... She was like, all right, I got I to I bring you up. And I was like, all right. And I went on, and the crowd was great. 
Oh, really? It was a great crowd. <laughs> oh, they came around a little bit. They came around. I walked up and I said, I heard you guys are a nightmare. And they were like, and then they were good. Well, sometimes there is a thing to the time of the show. I agree. Because I've gone first and sent out texts and letters being like, just cancel your spot. And then, you know, you go on fifth or whoever. And they're like, that was the best crowd I've ever experienced. Yeah. I'm like, something, something changed in there. Well, also, she's going up to them and going, I don't want to, sh- you know, she's a fan- fan- fantastic host and a nice person, but she's going on going, you guys suck! You're the worst! Ah! And they're like, Jesus Christ, we right. just sat down. Right. We're from Norway. Uh-huh. So they were fine, but it was just a wacky turn of events, you know, just like, get there, kid died, bleeding, bad joke, you should be ashamed of yourself, horrible crowd. Turns out to be a good crowd. Then I went home. Also, when I was on stage, I could see the ambulance outside. Oh, you see the wow. lights like, woo, woo, woo. And that was crazy. And then when I got out oh. there, there was a pool of blood. The kid was gone, and I went home. Wow, boy. Yeah. That is quite an event. Quite an event. The whole thing took 30 minutes. Wow, I wonder how he's doing. I hope you're all right there, little buddy. Yeah, 21. I heard him say, he's 21 years old. Uh, and I think he was he was definitely four, and the kids were on vacation. Well, 21 is still in that death area. Uh-huh. Like, if they say, if, if you get to, like, the age of 23 or 25, I don't know what the stat is, you're good for, like, 40 years, typically. Right. Like, you oh. people die young, but if you don't die young, you're good till, like, your mid-50s. Oh, Like, statistically. between 25 and 55, statistically, you're, you're doing, you're okay. Well, that doesn't say a lot for the, uh, what is it, the 27 club? Right, right, you yeah. There's, that's, uh, that's a rarity. Outliers. But, but yeah, they say like once you get through your early 20s, you're going to cruise for a while. Right. Because there's so many like teenagers that wrap their cars around, you know, Phone. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of dicks, here's yes. one for you. I'd like to really get your feelings and your input and your, uh, your, your uh, sample on this. The other day I'm having sex with my wife. Intercourse, yeah. sexual, vaginal. What position? Uh, missionary. I have a fantasy about you or a friend walking in on me fucking. I would like that. Oh, really? Not in a sexual way, just like a cool guy way. Oh, really? I always want people to be watching me fuck. Me too. My wife's not on board. Nah, I've asked. But (laughs) the the Shandling doc, remember, uh, was it Dave Coulier? Oh, yeah, Dave Coulier. He's like, I walked in on him fucking, and it was pretty good. And he goes, what position? He said, she was on top. How cool is that? Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, I want you to see my sack and the whole thing. By the way, that's the coolest day Coulier's ever been. Come again? <laughs> he seemed cool in that. Usually he seems oh, like a big nerd. Oh. He's cutting it out and doing can, puppets. He's a dork, I can tell. <laughs> but that one, he seemed okay. Yeah, yeah. He seemed coolly okay. Right. Um, anyway, it's going to be awkward when we meet all these guys. Well, um, Shanley's not going to be easy. Well, it might be, you know, in the next life. Or yeah, something. might be that 21-year-old. So I'm having uh, vaginal sex. Yes. Uh, missionary. And all, I'm feeling, and sometimes you feel the IUD. We've talked about this mm-hmm. before. Because it's mm-hmm. a wire in there. So sometimes I you get it. in on that. Yeah. And it's not pleasant. Bird on a wire. But um, I'm in there having uh, sex. And I'm feeling similar to the IUD. But it's with every thrust, I feel it like in my urethra. Like it's like a wow. Oh yeah! Yes, I've had wow. that. Well, well, this gets a little kooky. Okay. So I'm going e, and it feels like the IUD, but it's a different sensation because I know huh. my sensations. Yes. I know the IUD, but this felt a little different. It felt more internal, and it was kind of fucking with me. But she was into it, and I was trying to just be like, just get through it. It's yeah. probably mental. Like in the hole. Yeah. Oh. So I'm doing this thing. And I'm like, is there something in my dickhole? What's going? Am I fucking into the thing? Because it felt if I was just stationary yeah. it felt fine uh-huh. but with every thrust i went e but it wasn't excruciating it was just enough that i was like something's up yeah yeah so finally but the anxiety got the best of me and i went i gotta call time out here i'm uh-huh. sorry i got something wrong with me i'll be right back you know masturbate or whatever uh-huh. i go into the bathroom i flick the light on i got a pube halfway down my pee hole it's sticking out like a tampon string Whoa. And it really hurt. Have you ever had that? I've never had that once. It was bizarre, and I had to go like like a like a like a band aid. I just closed my eyes, went whoop, and pulled it out, and then uh, you know flushed it down the toilet, and that was it. I went back, and I was fine. Wow! But I had something in my pee hole, and that hair, even though it's little. It's a foreign object in your dick hole. I guess so, but good on the dick for, uh, you know, keeping out the bad guys. Yeah, it ejected, because imagine if it got too deep in yes. there, I'd have to... You'd have a drain clog. I don't know what I would... Yeah, I'd have to get one of those snakes. Yeah. Snakes, snakes. Uh, Roto-Rooter. I don't know no snakes. But uh, you, you ever have anything like that? A pee hole burn? I've or? had a pee hole burn. Yeah, obviously, I've had a couple, uh, what do you call it, UTIs in my mm. day. And, uh, That's couple... my agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of those, but... Uh, 
Never had a thing in there. Yeah, it's unpleasant. So watch out for those pubes. I mean, you know, because we both have, you know, bushes. We haven't shaved since sure. you know, Carter was president. Or so. Bush. Um, <laughs> but yeah, wow, man. I mean, I can't believe it just, it was like sprouting out like a carrot stem. Yeah, it looked like, it felt like what it feels like to have a tampon, I imagine. I just pulled that string and it was blood everywhere and uh, I was cranky and I went to bed early. Well, that's My crazy. My tits swollen. That's crazy. You could feel a hair. That's how sensitive the dick hole is. Yeah, just a little because it's, you know, it's inside. Yeah, because they always say a cunt hair. Like, oh, I made it by a cunt hair. Yeah. Which is the smallest, thinnest, finest object. And that's what you felt. That was in there. It was a real sea hair pain. A does CHP. She, does she have a cunt hair? All kinds, but, yeah. But she's not shaved. No, no, no shave. I like a bare bush. I, I like a bush. I, I like want, a big old bush. I want, yeah, I want shorn. I want the skin to still be red from the razor. No, I want, I, I like a nice, big, wild bush. Really? I like to kind of dig through there. It's, it looks like it, it separates it from the rest of the bod, you know? It ah, gives it a little uniqueness. I see that. I see that. I don't yeah. mind a stub, but uh, when uh, when a girl's got a ripe, old, clean clam, I'm in I'm in, in heaven. Well, if you're going to get a hair in your dick, though, you want it to be long so you can pull uh, it out because you got one of those point. short ones in there. Forget yeah, about it. It's like wanna... a jimmy. Right. <laughs> Sprinkle for uh, Sprinkles. the West Coasters. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Wow, so that's that's crazy because uh, you know you always see these guys who get chlamydia or whatever. The doctor puts a Q-tip. Yes, and then I've pulled, heard that. And I'm like, how do you handle that? No, I that, I think I would cut my dick off or kill myself or both. I, I just yeah. can't have anything in there. No, I don't like it. Those are the things that I feel like by the time we're older, hopefully the technology will be like it'll be like a little X-ray or something. Yeah. Because I don't want anything in my dick, ever. No, no. Get out of the dick. Not that direction, anyways. Well, if I piss a, you know, a, a stick or a sure, toothpick or whatever, that's sure. fine. Yeah, I'd rather piss out a kidney stone than have a hair in the dick. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't seem like a picnic either. A no, picnic. no. Yeah. Dick nick. Um, <laughs> uh, you heard that old Chinese torture story. Which one was it? This is where they... Oh, you told me about they this. They get you hard. Yes. This was big in like eighth grade when it was all about faces of death. Yeah, yeah. We had some things like that. And <laughs> yeah, they get you hard, which is, seems impossible during torture, but whatever. And they drill a glass spike, uh -huh. a small, thin one into your dick. And then they shatter it. Uh -huh. Like they smush it like a tenderizing a meat pie. Yeah. And then they give you a bunch of water so you have to pee out shards of oh, glass. Oh, boy. Pretty in intricate and elaborate. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that's a lot. I remember we used to talk about those three-pronged fish hooks. If you stick it into some woman's pussy and then threw it out of like an airplane within there. Wow. That was like a thing. We were trying to think of like crazy, tortury yeah. things. Oh, that's funny. Or like, you know, you know, other stuff like that. I visited the ruins... I went to Africa to visit my brother, and there was like, like you got to go see the Roman route, because Rome tried to go to Africa and build some shit, like kind of like to what do you outsource or have some franchises, outreach, yeah, something, program. outbreak, whatever. And uh, they built these ruins in Rome, but they didn't last in, in Africa. But they're still there, and they're still beautiful and crazy looking, just in the middle of nowhere in Africa. And they show you this; it looks like a plus sign, like it's a, it's a big stone wall with a plus sign that's hmm. about this big like a foot high foot wide and they would push people through it really and they would just you know break their bones and they would turn it was almost like a soft serve oh, you'd come out jeez and they would do it alive just push them through that and just oh. force them to go through and that was fun Wow. And you can still red. You can still see the blood from all the years of people smushed through it it was bananas Oh my god Yeah People, Boy. man. Vile, we're a violent, violent species. Yes. It's terrible. It's all video games. That's what I say. We should uh, we should try to be nice to each other out there. Yeah, we're capable of really going places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, be kind and uh, rewind. Oh, That's, yeah. How weird they charged a fee if you didn't rewind. Oh, they'll Just get you rewind it. I don't uh, get it. Yeah. they have the. I used to work at a blockbuster. We have a rewind machine. Yeah. You do it like... That was it. Yeah, yeah. Just rewind it. You know, I got to pay. I know. I mean, I guess you got to open it, put the thing in, rewind it, close it, open it, you know. Oh, I forgot about VHS. I haven't thought about that in a long time. you got to rewind the whole movie. Yeah. That's weird to think about. Anyways. Yeah. That's fun. That was a big thing with, with CD, like, you don't have to rewind it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause, well, tape, cassette tapes, music was the worst because you had to keep stopping and playing it. Yes. Because every once in a while there was a machine that could do the track somehow. Yes! That was like a big innovation, but a I lot of them you that. couldn't. Right. So many interns and shit here. I know. Just walking and yet, by all day. And they get nothing done. It's bizarre. Yeah.
All right, I got some. I got a All lot right, of stuff hit me, here. Baby. I mean, uh, oh, I had this happen. Oh, let me plug this. The Patreon right now. You can go see our. Hopefully, you're gonna have one up. I, I look for the video expired. Ah, yeah. Well, right now you can go see my Fallon submission on the Patreon. Yes, you've seen the set. Hopefully, share it. Tell a friend. It's a great but idea. But now you can see. The tape I sent to the booker. So if you're on the Patreon, if you haven't gotten the Patreon, go check it out. Plus, yeah. there's a ton of bonus shit on there. Talk about behind the scenes, folks. That's a cool little uh, Easter egg. Yeah, I'll put up my uh, Letterman and Conan, too, if I can find it. But uh, it's pretty exciting. Then we got some bonuses with Mark and I and some uh, queefs and all kinds of stuff over there. You're really missing out if you're not part of it. Yeah, we got a moon tower coming up. That's in May, I think. And then we got a... April. April, oh, even better. April, and then we got a May 7th. We're at the Village Underground. Village Underground. Fill that out and go check out Merch Pump because we got new shirts. Diego Woo! really knocked it out of the ballpark. We got burrito shirts and yes. all kinds of fun stuff over there. I was thinking we should go ahead and change the logo, make that the logo for a while because I, I looked at our, our iTunes. Our logo is cool, but it's it's getting old. All we right. we got to revamp. New new logo. Revamp. I like a new logo. All right, Diego, you're in. No we, extra money. Yeah, we don't uh, pay. But uh, we did pay him, which feels good. Oh, yeah, we got to pay. We always pay. We're payers. Shelby, how you doing? Unbelievable. Great. Do you like us? Love you. I always get very nervous. Yeah. You don't care for us. I don't buy it. All right. (laughs) Um, How about this? Speaking of people not liking us, I'm running the set the night, not the night before. I take the night before a late night off. But the night before the night before, which is my last night running the set, mm-hmm. I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. I'm running the set for the producer of the show. He's uh-huh. the, the booker. Michael Cox. Yes. So it's him and my manager there. I'm doing, uh, what's the show called? Juice. Comedy Juice. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. And uh, Jared Freed's hosting. I'm going first. I'm just doing a tight five, doing my set. Freed goes up. He kills. Packed house. I walk up, I do the joke about, uh, you know, the guy. I say, you look like me. And he says, oof. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a young African-American gal with her boyfriend sitting stage right. She goes, yeah, you ugly. Damn. I go, what? She goes, well, you're ugly. Wow, I'm human. <laughs> I go, what are, you, what are you doing? She's like, well, that's the joke. Yeah, it's your joke. You're ugly. You are. You're ugly. Yeah. And I go, you're a fucking asshole. Good. I was like, why would you say that? That's, I should put this on the Patreon, too. I'll put this on the Patreon, too. So you can You can see the audition and the, the last running before it happened. You got video? I got audio. Oh, audio. Okay. I put the audio, and I go, you're an asshole. I was like, don't do that again. And she was like, well, what? And her boyfriend was like embarrassed. I think he was like a comedy fan. He was just like had his head in his oh, hands. Like, oh, my God. I'm glad he got it. Who's this guy now? Don't worry <laughs> about it. little Mexican looking at the <laughs> he's window. The, he's the busboy guy. <laughs> what the hell? What's he looking in the window? Well, it's a window. <laughs> I'm going to pull the shades or move. It'd be nice. Um, but anyway, it's a little Gary Veter looking fella looking in here. Uh-huh. He's, um, he's happier. But... Uh, <laughs> But anyways, yeah. So uh, what happened? You called. I'm glad the boyfriend wasn't like, "Oh fuck you! Don't talk to my lady like that." No, I just said you're an asshole. I was like, "Don't do that again." And then I just did the rest of the set. It went pretty well. And then I came off. I was worried because I'm trying to showcase it so I can be like, "This is the set." Yeah. And luckily, Cox, he's a pro. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. he went. Uh, he's like, "The set is perfect. It's great. The timing is great. Every joke's great." I was like, "Well, what about the lady?" He's like, "Oh, that's crazy." Yeah. So he kind of saw. Th- I was afraid he was going to be like, "We got to go run it again. We can't yeah, have the lady he gets here." It. So that was good. But it was just one of those things where you're like, what are you, crazy? You're yeah. just saying, you're yelling, you're ugly at me. I know. I'm a person. That's I don't get it. Trying to entertain you, and it's like a, a 40 seconds into the set. Right. The funny thing is, if you if you had went, well, you're ugly too, or you're fat, that yeah. would have been a whole thing. I know. I'd call her an asshole, and I was like, don't, yeah. don't do that. Right. I, it's funny, because I had a, Jesus Christ, the guy's just looking at it like it's a safari. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> I should eat a banana and throw my shit at him. It felt like uh, the T-Rex in yes. uh, you know, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Don't move. He can't see you if he you're is. still. Like the, his breath is steaming up the window. Right, right. My water had a ripple. <laughs> so, uh, I saw it. <laughs> so I had this last night. I do like I'm running around doing four sets. I'm, I'm getting old. I mean, the running around is catching up to me, I think, which uh-huh. is not, kind of bumming me out. But uh, I'm on my fourth set. I'm at Hot Soup, my show, every Tuesday at 830 and I go up last. Everybody's like, it's a hot crowd, full house, great show. We had like nine comics on. It was way too long. So these guys, he's getting drunk and drunker. I go up. I'm doing well. And this lady goes, woo! And I do like that. All right, let me just get into it. I'm trying to do my act here. And she's like, I'm on your team, baby. Ah. 
And she's doing like the what's what's the Clarence Thomas the who's the Bruce Springsteen drummer? Oh, Clarence Clemens. Clarence is the Clemens. Saxophone. Max Weinberg's the drummer. Oh yeah, yeah, saxophone. You know he does that over the head clap. Yeah, of course. She's doing that thing, and I'm like, all right, shut up, and I and she won't stop, and I, I'll I'm like feeling her about to say something, and you know it's all about timing, and I can feel her just gonna step right on my cock, and she does, and I just go at her. I'm like, you're a dirty whore, slut, cunt. Fucking bitch. Oh, boy. And I lost it on her, and it's killing, and the place is going crap. I'm like, this is why you're going to die alone. And you're fat. You're ugly. You <laughs> oh, suck. Your, your vagina's huge. I was just going in on her, but I lost it. I heard a great... <laughs> I wasn't sure that it was more. No, no, sorry. I just lost it, and I, I got them back, thank God, but I was like, you're a piece of garbage. Like, no one likes you. And then at the end, she did like the, uh, I don't know why you're so mad at me. And I'm like, why am I the bad guy? I heard a great roast joke. Your pussy is so big that guys get a free T-shirt if they finish eating it. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Oh, that's great. Where'd you hear that? Uh, I hosted Roast Battle last night, which we could have used you. We only had two roasts. Uh, not hosts. What, judge. Ju well, you had Voss. You had Eli. No, Voss was in Arizona. There was a miscommunication. Oh. And so it was just me and Eli. But we used an audience member to be the third person. Ah, jeez. I thought Big J. I thought it was going to be too packed anyway. No, Big J was in LA. Voss was in Arizona. And so Eli and I did. Which is actually nice because the show was like 35 minutes. Oh, that is nice. We just went, uh, it would go, I'd go like, that was a great roast. You're ugly. He won. And then Eli was like, yeah, yeah, she's ugly. You're gay. And he right. won. Perfect. But anyways, afterwards, I was talking to Ricky Velez and Jeff Ross about it, and they told me uh, someone that was somebody's joke at some roast battle. Neither one of them oh. remembered who it was, but I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. That's great. I mean, uh, what's it called? The, um, ah, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the, uh, the Ralphie Mae one that Geraldo had. He said, Ralphie Mae, you're so fat. When you watch porn, you come when the guy delivers the pizza. Oh, that and is a great like, joke. Oh, I love that joke so much. What? What? You're looking what's around. What's the noise? You hear that noise? It sounds like there's a giant cell phone vibrating. Uh, I think it's just a, a, a subwoofer outside. Oh, are you vibrating? No. That's just music. All right, but you guys do hear it. I hear right? it, yeah. You're fine. You're not But dying. it's not in the cans? You know. No, that's uh, it's a whirring, but it's on beat. Like, uh, yeah. You're not wearing headphones, so you hear it. Oh, okay. That's what I'm asking. Fine. All right, so it's not in there. No, no, All you're right. good. Well, sorry for the delay. It got weird. Oh, we're keeping it real. All we don't right. edit. Well, people are going to want to hear this. Yeah. If they hear it, they're going to go, hey, what the fuck? You fucking losers. Yeah. I can hear a thing, so I want to make sure that it's not the right. thing. It's people better to address. So angry. Just right. I thought I heard something. I don't know if you guys notice it. Why does that be? I hope your mother dies. I heard something. <laughs> right. Take it easy. But anyways... Clarence Clemens, roast battle. What yes. would you say before that? Oh, the, yeah, the, the, the cunt at the hot soup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this one was going at it with me. I'm on your team. That's the, the positive heckle is almost worse because you it's meaner to be mean. Also, there's no team. I know. I said, I hate your team. I said, I don't know who picked you. <laughs> you must have got picked last. I went off on the team thing. <laughs> I'm a solo performance here. Yes, solo. No uniforms. No team. No. This isn't bobsled. This is luge. How bobsled's the craziest sport? How weird. The entire competition, you can't even see where you're going. You're looking at your own dick. It's even in the back. The back three. 75% yeah. of them are looking at their own ball sack. Well, the weird thing is the two in the middle are only there for weight. They don't do anything. It's just weighted. <laughs> That's it. You think you'd want a fatter guy. Well, then they can't fit in the tube. <laughs> It's not a tube. It's a sled. It's a sled tube. It's a tube sled. I'll show you a tube. It's got there's, a hair in it. There's no bob. It's got a hair in it. Um, all right. Well, I got I, mean, I got more stuff. You got some other things over there? Feel the rhythm. Feel the, feel the rhythm of the night. Feel Suck the rhythm. All right. I had the girl call me ugly, the Patreon. Now I got to get into some serious business here. Please. All I had was the nosebleed kid. Oh, that's a good kid, though. He's a good kid. Good kid, good egg, and he's uh, hopefully still alive. We lost right. a lot of blood, I'll tell you that. Well, I'll get into my big stuff here, but I don't know if it's going to take 25 minutes. So we might well, have to fill digress. in with some... Well, uh, that's what we do. All right, we'll die, all right. I got a lot of... I got, I'm ready to to pounce. I got chest sweat. Oh, I hate a chest like sweat. tit sweat. Here. Now we're in that weird time where it's cold, is it hot, am I wearing too many layers, am I gay, does my dad like me? It's a whole thing. I know, I'm going to Billy Joel and I got a winter coat, but I hate being in a concert with a winter coat because then it squeezes yes. down between the seat and yes. someone's... Fiddling with my keys and uh, think about that when you think. Of, I'm just I'm all jacked up on coffee, but all the coats in all this concert 
it's a lot of mass, and yet you have to stuff them somewhere. It's going to take up room. I know, and plus there's mustard on the floors. Every time oh. I go to a concert, I put a coat on the other night. I got mustard and ketchup and, uh, you know. I hate a dirty coat. Ah, it's the worst. The red coats. They're coming. Um, oh, yeah. Lights I always had heard it as the red coats are coming, and then people later said the British are coming. I heard the British. Yeah, I guess but I'm the only one that heard the, the same red thing? coats. Yeah, but I don't know. I must have got misquoted. By the way, who has a joke about that's the first thing to go viral? It's a good bit. Hmm, I don't know that joke. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in Boston has it. That's not bad. Bean Town. Good with comedy. Uh, <clears throat> so anyways, I got to talk about uh, last Friday night. Maybe it's too far. Whatever night The Tonight Show aired. Hit me. Uh, it was a, a fun night. You know, it's a lot of pressure when it airs. You have the pressure of taping, and then you have that relief. Yep. But then it's going to air, and then everyone's like, where are you going to watch it? Who's going to watch right, it? And is it right. good? Because you remember it being good, but then when it airs, you're like, maybe it sucked, and maybe I'm you know, blinking, or maybe I'm wearing a pajama top or whatever. Uh, $200 top. So uh, it's that's nerve-wracking. And then I put it at the cellar thinking, I'll get a cellar spot, and I'll watch it at the cellar. Uh-huh. But she gives me a 1225 spot, which uh-huh. is the exact time. <laughs> ah, of course she does. It comes out. Well, she didn't know. I didn't write. I'm doing the Tonight Show or whatever. I just yeah. got it. I'm available anytime. Right. Thinking, what are the odds that she gives me a spot at the exact time it'll be airing? Yeah. But she does. So I go, all right, no big deal. So that night I had, I think that was my only spot of the night was down there. I can't remember. It doesn't matter, doesn't though. doesn't matter. Uh, but I think it was. I was watching Hoop all night, and then I went to my spot. So I go down. No, I had two spots. One at the Fat Black at like 10, 15 or something. Mm, 10, Yeah, so I did the, the Fat Black. I do my set there. It's fun. And then I'm getting all these texts. We're like, oh, so excited. My friends are like, we're having a party. And my mother's Ooh. like, we're trying to stay up. We set our alarm, all this stuff. Oh, so nice. So I go over to the cellar, and it's Friday night. So the band is playing. Gnome, the owner, one of my idols, this guy. I love him. I love Gnome. Coolest cat in the queue. He's playing. The band is playing. The band is great. This isn't like, I own the club. I learned how to play guitar when I was nine. Let me play some songs. Yeah. Goes, okay. They're like a world-class musician, as you know. Top notch. The Olive Tree is the upstairs restaurant and bar at the Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm. It's packed. Packed night. Estee's there at the table. Good night at the Cellar table. It's a bunch of fun people. Ryan Hamilton, Seton Smith, Jordan Carlos, Emmy Blotnick, all these good good crew. Uh, Adrian Appalucci. We're all hanging. And Liz keeps being like, we're going to put it on. We're going to put it on the big screen. We're going to have it on. And I was like, I can't. I have a spot. So you guys <laughs> can watch it, but I'll... I gotta. I can't be here. Is that kind of a cool feeling? Like, oh, yeah, you guys watch it, but I'll be on stage. Yes, it is a weird thing. I think I talked about this before. I remember seeing uh, Geraldo at the cellar in like '02, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, you're on Conan tonight? Are you? On, we watched you on Conan or something?" He was uh, like, "Oh, I missed it. I was I was working." Wow. And I thought it was so interesting and cool that he was like, "Oh, I don't watch that. I'm I working." I love that. And then later on, you get to that point where you're like, "Yeah, I didn't watch it either." Yeah, we heard that Natterman story. What's the Natterman? James Smith. For, like new to New York, just pulled up to the Boston Comedy Club. It's like his first week in New York from Australia, and he sees Dan Natterman is on Letterman tonight. Holy shit, big Letterman debut, huge deal. This is probably like you know two thousand or something. Yeah, and he pulls up to the Comedy Club. Dan Natterman's sitting on the sidewalk, and he goes, "Oh my god, you were on David Letterman today!" And he goes. Yeah, a thousand bucks, and look where I am. And he yeah. said that was his like intro to New York. Wow, Natterman's yeah. a big believer in that, though. He's What's a that? big like it gets you that, and the token will get you on the subway, and it's uh, not worth anything. Right, and, right. Which is no, uh, there's no connection to the accomplishment or right. to like. <laughs> right. It's like well, it feels good, and it is exciting, and you you feel legitimized, and it's like you are. On CBS, it's like, right. it is a big deal. Sure. Like, he's just like, ah, but I mean, it doesn't buy you a cup of coffee, blah, blah, blah. Right, like, right, ah, right. It's a, just a cynical way of looking at it. You know what I say to that? Where's the joy? You got to find the joy. Mm-hmm. But he's a big anti-Allen guy, too. Is he big anti-Allen? I don't know if he's anti-Allen, but he's not He's not into the scene. Wow, you got to get an Allen. Over. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the best. But I listened to his album recently. Check out Dan Natterman's oh, album. Some of the best so jokes funny. ever. So funny. Put my feet up if you don't mind. Please. I won't put my shoe on the chair. I'm very considerate. I go calves on the chair. I noticed that. Feet dangling off. I went to we were at a place and a guy had his feet on the on the sofa. I thought you were gonna tackle him. I don't like the foot on the sofa. I told you the story. We were at a theater and a comedian we know, I won't say his name, but uh, he was sitting with both feet on the cushions. Like he was sitting on the back of the The butt on the top. Yes. Yeah. And two feet, and it was a theater. It was the majestic theater. Majestic! That ain't majestic. (laughs) I was like, you got your bottom of your shoes, and I'm not even a 
germ guy. Right. I haven't washed my hands since the sixth grade. I feel similar with a dog's feet. They got a dog up on every couch in the, in America. Get the dogs and uh, you put them all. You talk about Isle of Dogs. We should have an Isle of Dogs and then blow it up Hiroshima style. Woo! <laughs> Give them hell, Harry. Anyways. Uh, so I go over there and then I'm at the comedy cellar and Liz's like, we're going to put it on the TV. And I was like, I don't know. I got spot. And she's like, shut up, Liz. You know how Liz is. She's like, yeah. shut up. We're putting it on. You're going to watch it. We'll make it work. She's a ball breaker. So then I go over and I'm like, all right, this is too much. I go over to the village underground because I got some time to kill. VU. And I go, I just pop down there. You know what I mean? I'll see what the vibe is. Mm -hmm. I go downstairs and I see Aaron, the manager, and he says, well, this is going to be interesting. And I go, what's going to be interesting? I get excited right away because, mm -hmm. you know, something's happening. He goes, Jim Belushi's going to go on. Wow. Jim Belushi's daughter is going to NYU, so he is going to go play with the band. He just came to the show randomly. He brings his harmonica. There's a band at the Village Underground on weekends, and they're a hell of a band. Killer. No one loves music, so there's music at both clubs. He goes, I'm going to go up there and play. So he goes on after Emmy Blotnick, who kills... Belushi goes on, and I love this. This is like a turn-on to me. Uh-huh. I mean, more of a turn-on if it was a woman. Sure. But it, these musicians that can just play. Oh, yeah. He goes up, you see him whisper in the keyboard player's oh, ear. It's like on. Jay Fox. This is a blues riffin' B. Watch me for the changes yes. and try to keep up. He does right. a couple things, and then like you see the guy nodding, and oh. then he like, signals to the drummer. You know, He gives him a fucking signal, a yeah. chicken wing and a thing, and he says, right. hey, B, B, King, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they just crank it up, and he starts just jamming. Wow. And he ends up playing Sweet Home Chicago, and it's like, Woo! Belushi, I know John Belushi's better, blah, 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 blah. Right. By the way, people are still going with this riding the coattails thing. No, he's he's talented. It's been 40 years. Right, and he's not a movie comedy guy. Like, he's not claiming to be, I'm not, you know, uh, samurai sword guy, I'm not blues brother, or whatever. How about this? John Belushi a little overrated, if you ask me. I, I think he's good in the movies, but I thought on SNL he was eh. He's fine. He's fine. He's good in Animal House. He's a fat oaf. He nailed it. He's fine. He's good. Hates women. Kind of an odd prickly guy. Oh, does he hate women? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he's just whatever. Like, he's no Bill Murray. He's no, no he's Dan Aykroyd. He's definitely no Bill Murray. Yeah. He's no, uh, you know, fucking... Uh, Gene Wilder. Chris Farley. Oh, I mean, he's like not one of the best to me. I agree. But Farley's a hundred times better. He's a cokehead. He died. He was on drugs. He was a party. That, that adds to the cachet. But it's a go-to joke of like riding his brother's coattails be like... Is he still riding? The, it's been 38 years. Yeah, he's had eight sitcoms. He's been in movies. He's, he's doing his own thing. He's not, I don't think he's as uh, captivating. No, he's not, he's not, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, I've never seen an episode of According to Jim. Blues right. Brothers 2000 sucks ass, but like K9's not exactly winning the Cannes Festival. <laughs> um, Cannes. So, so uh, I'm not saying he's great. I'm just saying he's got, he's, people like him and blah, blah, blah. But he's a musician. He's a good musician. Yeah. He plays the harmonica. And he goes up there, and uh, he's just, sweet home, Chicago. And there's a vibe. People are into yes. it. And this is fun. He's yelling at his daughter. He's like, this is my baby back there. I love my daughter. Wow. And she's in the back going, get off the stage. Oh, you how suck. Cool. How cool is that? It was adorable and hilarious. She was, like, embarrassed. And uh, oh. but he kept being like, I love you, baby. Look at you. And it was really fun. Wow. And uh, the band just kicked ass. And then he told some street jokes. And they were kind of killer. Oh, yeah. He's not claiming for them to be his jokes. Right. And he's not a comedian. It's like he's taking up spots. So it's kind of fun to just watch him tell these old street jokes. I love it. You know, it was like a, it was a f husband and wife and the, the husband gets a wish. There's like a genie or something. He wishes, he's like, I wish I was my, uh, you know, my, they're, they're in their, they're celebrating their 60th birthday. And he says, I wish my wife was 30 years younger than me. And then poof, he's 90 years old. That was like the big joke. Ah. See, because he was wishing for her to be thirty years younger. Oh, and he gets older. But then he gets older I instead. See. I see. That was that was like his joke. You That's know? something. It's not bad. That's something. Yeah, it's a mather. Kind of like it. I heard this one the other day uh, on the Ricky Gervais special, which is weird. But what? Uh, yeah, he, he explains it. He has a whole thing about it. But he said, uh, "I've had a woman runs into a, a police station. She goes, i 'I've been graped.' And he goes, 'Don't you mean raped?' She goes, 'Yeah, well, there was a bunch of them. It's a bunch of grapes.'" Oh. That's a, the term for a lot of grapes. Boy, we What's both What's the term bombed. for a lot of grapes? A bunch. I don't get, wait, I don't get it still. So you got raped by a bunch of guys. So she got graped because it was a bunch of them. Oh. I guess it's not a great joke, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't think I get it. Well, there's a bunch. It was a lot of men. <laughs> I guess, but why would she say graped? Because there was a bunch. <laughs> so it makes more sense because there's a bunch of grapes. Well, wouldn't she say I got raped? By a bunch of guys. <laughs> well, I, I guess so. Shelby, do you get the joke? 
I like more that you don't get it. <laughs> like, uh, I just don't understand the joke. I mean, I get it. I'm not saying it's uh, gold. It's no prior, but it's right. uh, it's a, it's a it's a punch. It's no way it's as good as the Belushi ninety. Yeah, the Belushi ninety's all right. <laughs> well, whatever. Ooh. Belushi killed and uh, yeah. he's hosting every show now. But he goes on, he comes off, and that was exciting. It was just festive and fun, and you're like, what? It was one of those things where you're, you're in an emotional moment. It was you shot The Tonight Show, it's in the can, it's airing, and you're getting a lot of love. And then all uh-huh. of a sudden, Jim Belushi's playing, and you're underground, it's a nightclub, it's Friday night, the band's cooking, it's pat, and you're going, this is special, you know? That's a beautiful, that underground's a magic. There's always some magic in there. Yeah, it's exciting. So I go back to the cellar, and now it's getting time for the, the thing to come on, the, the Tonight Show. Yes. But the basketball game is on. It's coming down to the wire. NCAA oh, Sweet 16. And so finally that game ends with like minutes before I'm coming out. Yes. So they switch it over to Tonight Show. Jim Jeffries is on, but it's still on mute because the band is rocking. And the band is the owner. He's the leader of the band. So I'm like, Liz, just forget it. I don't need to see it. We don't need to watch it because... I'm not gonna tell the owner to sure. fucking stop playing music to play my set. And she's I like, do I don't this. give a fuck. I'll do this. I'll do it. I'd be the same way as you. I don't want to fuck with Gnome. And so now I got my coat on because my spot. I'm like my spot. She's like, don't worry, they're behind. So Aaron, the man. This is why this club is at the tippity top. Yeah. The manager of the Village Underground comes over to the cellar and he's just got the earpiece in and they're doing play by play back and forth wow. and delaying the show just so I can watch the oh, Tonight Show. Get out of town. And so now Liz goes over. She tells the band you're gonna have to wrap up they wrap up and he stops and the band everyone's into it they're singing and clapping oh, he goes jeez we're gonna take a break we're gonna watch joe list he's one of our comics we're gonna watch him on the tonight show folks and the whole crowd goes Woo! Oh, yeah they're like this God. is crazy what if they were like boo music i know well it's only five minutes true so and they come it, over is this the projector they didn't put on the projector okay. i don't think Maybe they did. I don't think they did. I think no, they I just, don't think they did. They put it on the other TVs, and then the sound comes on. They turn the sound up, and now Noam puts his mandolin down. He's in plate. The owner Ooh, is there. Esty, the booker, is there. Liz, Ooh. who runs the whole thing, is there. The manager of the underground is Ooh. there. Adrian Appalucci's there. She's, like, holding my hand because I'm, like, in bar. I got my hood on. And yeah. I have my coat. I got to run. Right. Because the show that I'm on is moving forward right now. Yes, it at, is. Around the corner. So it comes on. All the crowd is looking over. They're like, that's him. He's over there. Which, to us, we're just in showbiz. Everyone's on TV. It's the whole thing. Right. But to these people at the bar, they just went to a bar on a Friday night. They're Uh watching music. And all of a sudden, the guy on the TV is sitting next to them. Fun. So they're like, that's the guy that's blowing their minds. What a city we live in. My God. What a city. What a life. The set comes on. And Ryan Hamilton... One of the best people, go watch his, I think it's called Smiley Face. Something yeah, like that. I think that's it. Smiley Face. Yeah, I think it's something called face. that. But search Ryan Hamilton on Netflix. Watch his special. We've talked about him before. One of the best guys. When I did Letterman, I spent all my money on my suit. So him and Gary Goldman split $400 pair of shoes for me to wear. One of the nicest things anyone's ever done. And he's the guy you want around when you're in the thick of it. You yeah, know? just a, I mean, not just a good guy as a comic, just a good guy. Great great person and uh he's one of, he's just belly laughing and clapping every joke he looks back and he's like give me the thumbs up he's hitting everybody how about this you oh, know i love it and adrian was so sweet she's like holding my leg and liz is like you know hitting me and uh it was very exciting everybody watched all together S- seton smith too was so cool and supportive and fun and sd's laughing oh and uh that's very nice because comics are cynical we're prickly bunch so when they can shut it down their own egos for six seconds and help out another guy and congratulate and hold a leg and then the whole thing that's a nice moment yeah they're all uh all very kind to me it was very nice so we watched the whole set and then it ends and everyone you know the crowd's applauding and everyone's such clapping yeah and they're elbowing you and punching you and yeah it's really exciting and i go thanks everybody i love you and then aaron's like all right we gotta go oh so oh, now is that? back to work i got an escort so i gotta walk through the restaurant and everyone's clapping as oh, i'm walking by Woo, all oh, right like back pats and i'm like thank you thank oh, you everybody like president and they're like this Leave is so the crazy i feel like nixon i was yes. giving the peace sign well i'm not a crook you're getting in your copter very exciting and then i get outside and we, we jog around the corner to the underground i get down there rachel feinstein's like good night folks she walks off oh. i'm going right on wow and Artie Fuqua's like, what do you want me to say i was like you can tell him i was just on the tonight show one minute ago yes so then he goes up he's like this motherfucker just went to the tonight show Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Lit. I go out there, and the crowd, now it's late. It's like 1240. Yeah. And they're drunk, and they don't give a shit. <laughs> and the first five minutes, I'm eating it. Yeah, you are. I mean, it's like unbelievable. I get like that sweat, and yeah. I'm like, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a li- are you I in mean, the suit? 
No, no, because it was the day after. Oh, right. So I'm wearing like a Nantucket hoodie and jeans. And they're like, who's this guy? We don't give a shit. Yeah. And like in between there, it can be tough because it's getting late and the band plays and already gives away flowers and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of, I ended up coming around and getting, I went a little dirty and kind of was like, what the fuck you got? I was just on the Tonight Show, you faggot, whatever. Yeah. And I ended up getting them and having a good set. But uh, for like four minutes, it was really tough sledding. <laughs> boy, that's that's it in a nutshell, folks. That's comedy. And you're just like, boy, I was on the Tonight Show. You couldn't, you can't get closer to being on the Tonight Show than I am. Yeah. It was 50 seconds ago. Wow. I ended up getting them, finished my set. I gave Liz a big hug. We never hugged, but I was like, thank you so much for everything. That was so nice. Then Sarah's at the stand, and I find out, unbeknownst to me, they're all watching over the stand. Oh, Ian shit! Because my wife is there, so she's like, you got to put on Joe. So it's all Ian right, Lara Sarah. and Jordan Fisher and Dante and whoever, Tim Dillon. Uh-huh. And they were all watching it. So there's two comedy clubs I love it. in New York City playing my Tonight Show on a Friday night. That's the best. It's a special feeling. So then I walk over there, and now it's nice. I just put my phone away. And uh, I could feel it vibrating. All these people texting me because I was just on the fucking Tonight Show. Yeah. All these texts. And I just had that nice, lonely, but in a good way, walk from the cellar to the stand. Good walk. I'm going to meet up with my wife. We meet up. We take a cab home. We watch the last episode of Wild Wild Country. We make love. We hug and snuggle. And a uh, special night. But that walk from the cellar to the stand on a Friday night after a Tonight Show air, that's, a, that's an experience. Now... Are you reading the text with the walk, or are you just taking in the lady? Every once in a while, I'll hit a red light, and I'll, I'll go, oh, well, there's, uh, you know, every Mike Whitman and Tom yeah. Dustin and Alvin David and Bulger, all these Boston guys, and uh, just, again, just the kind, I feel like I've been the recipient of so much kindness. I can't yes. express my gratitude to everybody. You're all wonderful, wonderful people, and I love you. Well, it's a beautiful thing, because we suck so much dicks throughout yep. our career, and there's a bomb and a rejection and an asshole and a dick hair. And you get that night. That night's all yours, baby. And it and boy, you really got to take it in when it happens because it's it's one in ten thousand. Yeah, it's a special night, and uh, that's the thing. I always say that you got to enjoy because there's not that many nights like that. Yes. you have hot sets, but that's a very Fleeting. insular feeling. You yeah, know, there's just the people there, and you go right. oh. and you're trying to tell people. You're talking to your mother, going, "Boy, I really killed." Yeah, exactly. And she's washing the dishes with her the phone between her shoulders. Right, oh, that's right. great, honey. She's got a baby crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's nice to have that moment. Everyone get to see. And how many times have you done a set in comedy? Where you can't at the cellar or wherever, and you're like, God, I wish everyone could have saw oh, that. Oh, dude, on the road, I get that. I'm in the middle of Minneapolis or Denver, and I'm like, ah, I'm alone here. That was the best set of my life. Yeah, you're like, if everyone saw that, I would just be fine financially. If they could mm-hmm. just see what I have, and you have that every once in a while with the TV, you go, wow, everyone got to see that. Yes. That was really nice. Yeah, I have, I mean, again, I've, the Shandling doc is changing my life. I love this thing so much. That Tonight Show set, when he, to Bob Saget said he came back, cried in my arms. Yeah. I'm like, I know that feeling because my yeah. first Conan was magic. Yeah. I'm not saying I had the best set. I just said I felt it. They felt it. If it, it felt like the world knew that I worked hard on this and that I, I had good jokes and it all came together and I didn't fuck up. Even yeah. Though I was terrified. My asshole was uh, literally spasming. I was so nervous. Yeah. And, uh, and it just worked. And I've never had the same feeling again, but boy, that's a nice moment. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's exciting. So it's not, it's not. Anytime, like even like uh, I talked about this with Hamilton that night. Therapy, or going to therapy, or uh, or working out at the gym, or co- anytime you can feel or notice results, it yes. feels good. It's like a great yes, feeling. Or if you're definitely. learning an instrument, and all of a sudden you're like, I just played a song. Right, right. Or I mean, I've never done that, but uh, or like you know, you master it, and then you come and you go, you wow, I did it. Yeah, I accomplished something. I really, I, I accomplished something. Yes. Uh, it's a great feeling. So get out there, folks, and, and, and pursue those dreams. Do Paint it. the picture, play guitar, kiss your dad, or whatever you're going to do. Yeah, and fail, for God's sake. Go fail at something, because that means you tried something new that you're not good at. Yeah, if you're doing comedy, please fail, because yes. uh, there's too much competition. Yeah, get out of here. And you will fail, because you're not that good. But that's normal. Um, you're not supposed to be. Anyways, that was a special night. Let me check my note. I might have one yeah. more little thing here, but I think That's that why I'm is... getting sick of these, these entitled dick-licking Nazis who come up to me and go, hey, I'm having uh, comedic woes. I'm hitting a wall comedically. Can you give me some... Can we get coffee? No, we can't get coffee. You're supposed to hit a wall. You suck. You have to learn to get better. It'd be like somebody going, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting keys on a piano and it doesn't sound like, uh, you know, Sunday, bloody Sunday. I don't know what I... <laughs> go work on it. Try again. There's, there's no shortcut of this. It's a thing just like any other skill. You got to get good at it. You got to work at it. You got to bomb. You got to get in front of crowd. 
pounds. You got to write. You got to uh, you gotta be hard. You got to be cool. You, you got to stay together. together. Was it Indigable Planets? Who was that? Indigable Planets? What was that band? That's Look a that Richard up. Attenborough joint. Sh- uh, Google that, Shellhouse. That's even tougher. You got to be hard. You got to stay together. together. You got to be wiser. All I love in... Uh, I bet that's about 1994, uh, I would Shade? say. Sade? Is she in there? I think that's a 1994 joint around but, but, there. What's Indicable Planets? Desiree. Desiree! Desiree! That's right! That's right! I remember that's that. It, what that's year? It. What's the year on that? 94? Maybe 95? It's 94 95. I'm going to put the house what? on it. The whole house? Desiree, this is Dead Air. It's got to be a Wikipedia sun. page for that song. But get back to Diggable Planets when you get a chance, because that was something. Hey, have you seen the movie Hard Times with Charles Bronson, 1975? No. no. you got to check it out. Uh, it's an old movie in the 70s, from the 75, and it's about, uh, it was originally called Street Fighter, but that was like another movie, so they mm. changed it to Hard Times. Every movie's the same with him. His kid gets killed, and he has to re- get revenge. Well, this is, he's a street fighter. And it's shot on location in New Orleans. It's a beautiful what? New Orleans movie. It's oh, all wow. shot location, and uh, James Corden is in it. Not him. Corden. He's young. <laughs> James Coburn. Coburn. Oh, Coburn. He's scary. You got to go watch this movie. If nothing, it's a cool movie and it's good. But if nothing else, for the New Orleans stuff, I was thinking right. of you and, and masturbating. I like a gritty uh, fight movie. Go ahead and let me know that that was 1994. That was 1994. Hey! Oh, wow, <laughs> that feels good. What a year that was. That was Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. I think Gump. Gump and, and think, Shawshank. And I think Lion King, if I'm not gay. And Quiz Show. All right. Boy, that I, can't, I have more pride in pulling out the Desiree 94 than the Tonight Show. Can we get Diggable Planets? What's that Diggable up? Planets. They had a song similar to that. My brother was into them, and I, I, if, if they don't exist, I'm going to call senility right now, because uh. I'm done. Boy, 94. I feel so good that about that. That was good. That was good. What all a pull. All I know is all I boop, 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 Yeah, boo. she was cool. Desiree. Shelby's trying out a new face right now. It looks weird. I'd say what keep the... it. As long as it's different. <laughs> Re- Rebirth of Slick. What Rebirth the hell is that's Slick? That's like the band. I mean, that's the song they made. Oh, is that their hit? So the band exists. Oh, yeah. They oh, exist. thank God. All right. I look like a loon over here. Diggable planet. And then who sang Mr. Wendell? That was the rest of development. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere? $2 means a snack to you, but it means a big deal to him. Wait, wait, wait. Go, give me a, a hit of that, a lick of that bar. I, I don't want to have to pay for it. Oh, right. I, mean, I don't point. know how that works. I don't know who this uh, Lemony Splicket, who would you say? With the... Arrested Development had oh. Mr. Wendell. That was like their big song. That was a TV show. No, Mr. Belvedere was a show. Mr. Wendell was a song. Arrested Development was a show. Oh, yeah, that was a show as well. All right. It's also a term that I'll use occasionally. People are like, oh, the show? And I'm like, what? What is the term? I don't get it. Arrested Development, like, uh, yeah, you probably got a touch of it yourself. That's um, why I hear it a lot. Arrested Development means like... Your development stopped. Oh. Like, uh, you know, like you meet people that are like, act like a child. Like, uh, you know, fucking Tim Dillon's chewing his mouth open. That's uh, arrested development. Oh, okay. That's, uh, you know, I think. I arrested could be is a this. weird term because it means, that means someone else did it. Well, they locked it in the car. His development was put away. What is it, by a development black kid? Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, well, they're getting, uh, you know. Well, we'll uh, edit. Uh, hey, we got to wrap it up here, for God's sakes. Yeah, uh, well, all right. Uh, I'm going to listen to that song when we're done. Well, it takes us a day and a half to wrap up. Call in if you know. Why am I sitting like this? It's a very odd position. Well, I'm getting uncomfy. My butt, I have no butt protection. I have a very small, I have a bony butt. I have the same thing, and I've been doing squats. I, I squat, but it doesn't. your butt doesn't just blow up, I don't think. Well, you got to get the weights on there. But I saw a shot of my ass in the mirror, and I almost called the police. Oh, mine is droopy and it, pimply. Yes, say, I got the ass of a 90-year-old uh, Asian woman. It's real bad, and I feel bad. I, I mean, I think someone said this before. It was Lewis or Big J. We were at a party, but and I, but I do the same thing. I back out of a room. Oh, tell me, but I do the moonwalk. If, <laughs> if my wife saw my, my ass looks like a moon. It's, just one? It's cratered and, um, you know, there's a there's man a, on it. There's a flag in it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a flag. The flag's not it. waving. It's a myth. Yeah. Um, it's a myth. But anyways. <laughs> what do you got there? It's your C-section scar and your tummy. Yeah. Oh, I'm, just, I'm red. I'm dying. I'm sweating. There's no air in here. You there's got a, a red mix. gut. That's your, your Indian name, Red gut. 
There's, there's no airflow. There's a Mexican looking Ooh. in the window. I don't know what's going on. Is that similar to Indian in the cover? That's the sequel. Mexican I in the window. that book. Yeah. 1985. Look it up. No, 85's too early. Um, I'm going to say that was 91. No, I, have to, I think it's an old book that we read in 91. Oh. I think that book's from like the 1480s. It came back into fruition. Yeah. What is fruition? Is that like a frittata? It's like getting to school. School. Oh, what? Tuition. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> How about truancy? That's a word. Truancy. Yeah, yeah. that's a uh, truant finds home. Uh, you gotta be cool. You gotta get together. All right. Where are we gonna be? I mean, I have I have a bunch of new dates, but they're down the road. But uh, you keep your ears out, your eyes out. I got Hartford coming up and Syracuse. Date with and, a supermodel. Uh, it seems like Denver in June. Did I got a lot of stuff coming up. I'll start adding the dates, but some of them are too far out. But uh, do you tell your lady about these ladies? I will. I think it's, right. I think it's nice because I think it's desire. It makes you desirable. Ah, sexy son syndrome. Have you heard of that? No. What's that's that? where women like guys that other women like. Hmm. I don't know why it's called sexy son, but like Ed Sheeran looks like the back of my asshole, but women like him, therefore more women will like him, and it just keeps growing and growing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Hmm. It's right. like in the village when they all want this one guy, then they go, "Well, I guess I want him too," and if I get him, I feel better. About myself, because everybody else wants them. Wow. Desire. Well. Which is a project in New Orleans. Um, but anyway, Syracuse, and then Hartford. I got Albany Funny Bone at some point. And uh, so I'm coming to town near you. Tacoma is coming up soon. Fast and soon, and Spokane. Tacoma, the yeah. 26th and 27th, and Spokane, the 28th. Fun weekend. So uh, come out to that. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, drive down, drive up, drive over. Let's have some fun. And uh, what else is coming? Oh, Side Splitters in Tampa, the first weekend in May. I got Canner coming Again? with me. You Come out to there. that. And uh, also, Hilarities I have this year. I got a lot of stuff coming up. Hyenas in Dallas. So hit me up for the dates. If you tweet me or message me, email me, I'll send you the dates. Um, and then check out my website, Comedian Joe List. And thanks for and, and watch the stand ups and tell people to watch it. Watch stand, watch Tonight Show, watch Conan. Keep leaving those comments. I've been reading them. I read the comments. I'm a fucking sucker for uh, evil. And I read them all, so I appreciate everything. I've seen all of them. Uh, I'm at the Columbus Funny Bone this weekend. Come out. That's a big room, and I love that city. My favorite city in Ohio. I'm sorry, Cleveland. I like you, but uh, you know Columbus. Bananas in, in uh, Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. Come on out to that. Moon Tower, live ep, coming on there. And Antons, or Antones. And, Go Pack and, Joe, save the day on yes, that. Yes, thank you, Phil. We love you. And, and come to that. Third, yeah. Moon Tower's going to be fun. Woo! I can't wait. A couple Texas trips, Dallas and uh, Austin. Giddy up, little doggy. Then I'm in Baltimore, Magoobies, uh, Acme in Minneapolis. Let's sell that puppy out, folks. That's going to be a hot one. Have, I've never been to this club. I'm excited. I hear nothing but oh, good. It's amazing. Then I'm in Dayton, Ohio with my fat friend, Chris Allen, who's losing weight. By the way, Chris, yeah, lose yeah. the guns, too. Then comedy work in Denver. Uh, Denver, come on out. I love that city and I love all of you. Clusterfest in San Francisco. Then uh, Levity Live, West Nyack, and uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Big Apple. And then, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of dicking around. I mean, I'm in New Orleans in August, too. So come home, sweet child of mine. Thanks for everything. Hit the Facebook. Hit the Twitter. Hit your son in the face. Fuck your daughter. Tell everybody you like us. We'll see you in hell. Praise Allah. Patreon t-shirt. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>